Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are rolling through the program, and uh, there are a couple of big stories out there. One, the Baltimore Ravens handled the Dallas Cowboys. For those of you just waking up, we had... Tuesday night football, and I will give you my five worst teams in the NFL here momentarily, the list of sadness, the outkick bottom five. I'll also reinforce the outkick top five. But big story out there that I think is is much bigger, frankly, than what happened between Baltimore and Dallas last night is the Michigan-Ohio State game being canceled and the result being that Ohio State is not going to meet the requirements for the number of games that would have to be played in order for Ohio State to advance to the Big Ten title game. And so the question that is out there is, will the Big Ten adjust their qualification standards to allow Ohio State to advance and play against Northwestern in the Big Ten title game, or will they stick with the existing criteria, in which case Indiana and Ohio State would be going head-to-head over who should be the team. Ohio State would be ineligible, even though they beat Indiana 42-35 a few weeks ago, 
And so Indiana would be in to play against Northwestern. So a lot of people, myself included, have floated the idea because Texas A&M is not going to be able to have an opponent this weekend because Ole Miss has canceled their game due to COVID issues. I immediately said, should Texas A&M and Ohio State play this weekend, time and place of their choosing, it could be in Columbus, it could be in uh, Aggieland down uh, in uh, in Texas A&M, College Station, or it could be at a place like Nashville or a place like Indianapolis, an NFL stadium that is a neutral site that is somewhere outside of the hometown of both of those teams. And there is a monstrous, monstrous number of you out there that are in favor of this game taking place somewhere. And it's not a surprise, but I put this poll question up. It's easy. Should Texas A&M and Ohio State play this weekend? 5,000 of you have voted in the first 10 minutes and 89% of you are saying, yes, this game should take place. So that's a pretty easy question. I knew it would be a substantial majority. I didn't know exactly what the majority would be. I'd be curious what the 11% of people who are arguing no are basing that argument against the game taking place. But the bigger point total here is massive number of people in favor of this game actually being played. And uh, and and so if you're following that, the whole show here, all five of us are in favor of it. Maybe we need the woman who got the, uh, who got the gun out and fought against the chainsaw guy to kind of start to make the argument that this, should, this game should be taking place. Oh, hell no, not today. There you go. Not today. Do we know, I, does anybody have any more information about the Nebraska shooting? I was looking up the stories, but they don't really go into details about the questions you had, at least. I don't understand. Let me just say this. I don't understand how in this universe we live in where every story that goes viral is unpacked to the nth degree. How a guy with a chainsaw chasing a woman around is not a bigger story. And also the fact that the landlord said that he might be able to move back in. <laughs> How is that not eviction notice? I, I just, I am, I am filled with questions about all of this. Yes, so far I've read through three of the major news companies that have covered this, and they don't answer any of those questions in their Seems articles. like kind of a serious question. This is yeah. like the story we had in back Ola- in the summer. Yes, was it Alaska? Did we ever get a resolution from that story? No. The guy who got killed by the grizzly bear, right? Right. And even the reporter who was helping us there locally, she wouldn't answer any more questions for me. She said, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to direct you to the authorities to answer any more questions. And I'm like, what, is she in on the cover-up now, too? For everybody who doesn't remember that story, this was like, a, was, it, was it a musician? Yeah, he he recorded nature sounds. And he was out with a woman were there two women that he was out in the woods with? Originally, the report was he was traveling with two women because that's something he had done in the past. Yeah. But then they figured out he was just on this last trip with one. So he allegedly gets killed by this uh, by this uh, grizzly bear. Yeah. 
the woman sleeps through it, right? Like has no idea what happens. What we kind of put together was he was away from the tent at the time, possibly, when he was killed. I, see, they didn't go into any sort of detail at all, and nobody asked any questions, remember? Yeah. And so I got a hold of a local reporter there, and we were asking the questions that the major outlets should have been asking, and she wasn't able to provide any information. And I emailed the authorities' uh, email address that she gave me, and they never said a word back to me. Yeah, the whole thing is crazy to me. Uh, so this story is equally crazy. Um, all right, so everybody on the show is in favor of there being an Ohio State and Texas A&M game now that the Michigan game has been canceled. Reports are that the athletic directors may be meeting today to try to determine whether or not to change the rules to allow Ohio State to play against Northwestern in the Big Ten title game. If the votes aren't there, then what I have been told is that Ohio State would play, they would find somebody for Ohio State to play in the Big Ten on December 19th. But to me, given the weakness of Ohio State's schedule thus far, they would be greatly benefited in terms of stamping their legitimacy as a title contender by getting a win over a team that we think is pretty good in Texas A&M. And Texas A&M would be greatly benefited as well by being able to play against a team like Ohio State because Texas A&M was beaten fairly soundly by Alabama earlier this year. Then they bounce back and they beat Florida and they beat Auburn. And look, they've had a pretty good year, certainly down in College Station. But if they want to make the college football playoff, they may need to get another couple of wins. And they need a win against another good team to really kind of make a statement. So to me, this is a no-brainer. Figure out a way to play this game. If that requires changing some of the rules in the SEC and in the Big Ten, I don't think there's any harm with that. We saw Coastal Carolina and BYU on super short notice find a way to get a game played. This, to me, if I were Ross Bjork, if I were the Texas A&M athletic director, what I would say is we're willing to play Ohio State in Columbus this weekend. I would come out publicly and say that. And by the way, I reached out, short notice, I reached out to Texas A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork to see if he wants to come on the show this week uh, and we'll find out whether or not he's interested or able or willing to come on and talk about the, the this issue. But I would go ahead and say we're willing to play Ohio State and maybe even say we're willing to play Ohio State in Columbus because so much of the college football playoff race is perception that if A&M comes out and says, we'll play Ohio State, that could factor in to the way that that psychologically this situation is analyzed because it looks like the Aggies are running towards a challenge as opposed to away from a challenge. I don't see what either of these schools would lose by coming out and saying, hey, we're willing to play. In fact, I think A&M would be aided immensely by being able to say that. And I think either of these teams would come close to basically punching their ticket 
to the college football playoff if they set this game up and the, uh, whoever won would be in phenomenal shape. And the team that lost, I don't think would really lose much because there would be a monstrous amount of attention on this game and everybody would be praising both teams for making it happen on short notice like we just saw with Coastal Carolina and we saw happen with BYU. So the country wants this. Again, nearly 10,000 of you have voted in the first 10 minutes here and just shy of 90% of you are saying, yes, this game should happen. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. So Danny G got played? I think three million Americans did. Thank you, So your first thought when you saw Snoop Dogg sharing a video was, this is the nation's most trustworthy person. (laughs) Snoop Dogg's Instagram account is the place I go to make sure that I get 100% real news. And this is your source. Snoop Dogg to you is the Walter Cronkite of our times. Pretty much. I mean, come on. Doggy style, classic, five star. So what's the story here now out of Nebraska? So the facts of the story are correct, but what they did is they took a different lady being more animated than the one that was actually interviewed in in the local news channel. So we have the actual interview? I do. I have that in front of me right now. How long is this? Uh, Looks like it is a minute 40. All right. Let's play the real interview. Yeah. And it took 15 different article views to find this. So thank you, 1011 Now. Here you go. On Saturday afternoon, 25-year-old Norma Nemox was being dropped off by her sister. That's when she first noticed a man standing in this window on the second floor. I see a man with a chainsaw in his hand, and he rips open the door, standing in the middle part of that flat part of the stairs, and he's standing at the top of the stairs. And he says to me, excuse my language because it's about to get vulgar, he says, what's up, Nemox says she made it about halfway up these back stairs when the man began chasing her. Started up his chainsaw and he said, get off of my property. So he started chasing me down the stairs with the chainsaw all the way until we got to the end off the property. And then he like stopped chasing me across that street. That man, 41-year-old Daniel Stewick, left the complex after the incident. The woman says he got back when police were there, and that's when they arrested him. In an interview with LPD, Stewick claimed that black people had been stealing from him and that, quote, she was guilty because she was black. A neighbor upstairs said that he was starting his chainsaw in his apartment all day, and I guess when he seen me, he just found his victim. Numak says she's contacted her landlords, but they haven't said if he will be allowed to return. She says it's no longer just a safety issue for her and her five-year-old son, but for the whole complex. Something that you hear in movies, somebody like being chased with a chainsaw, is just unreal. Stewick remains cited and lodged in the Lancaster County Jail tonight with terroristic threats as a hate crime, which is a felony. Reporting in Lincoln, Ellis Moldsey, 1011 now. All right, so the base, so that explains why the guy got shot. Yeah. Right? And kept moving because that part wasn't true. 
The part that still remains to be true, however, is the landlord <laughs> hasn't said, yeah, we're going to have to evict him with a chainsaw yeah. while screaming a racial slur. I would think that would be grounds to be evicted from an apartment. I'm not an expert on landlord tenant. <laughs> we're law, in a pandemic. Can but just kick up? You people can't just kick anybody out <laughs> yeah. during a pandemic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think you would have to do in that uh, in Nebraska in that apartment complex to get I mean, kicked out? Maybe have like Jeffrey Dahmer like uh, bodies in your uh, in your refrigerator. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> like actually, you have to catch somebody with the chainsaw and saw them up, and then store their body parts in your refrigerator. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what you would have to do in order to, uh, to 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 pull that off. Before you had the money you have now, did you ever live in any sort of sketchy apartment complex where you had neighbors that you wish could get kicked out? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I only lived, so I lived in my parents' house. I'm trying to think through all the places that I've lived. I lived in my parents' house. And then I lived in uh, in my dorm room. I lived in an apartment in Washington, D.C., but it was like, I mean, it was a normal apartment, I would say. I mean, it wasn't like nice or fancy or anything, but I, I think they were probably wishing that we would get kicked out, right? Because where I went to college in Washington, D.C., you have uh, so many of like the GW kids living alongside of older people, right? Like so, and you could imagine how much that would suck because – there are so many different college kids who live in apartment buildings and your neighbor might be 80. And obviously there's a huge difference in lifestyle between somebody who's been living in a DC apartment for years and years and, you know, the 20 year old college kid who lives next door. So I'm sure that they wanted us kicked out. And then I did have um, a, uh, a, a neighbor when I was in law school who would play music like super loud, you know, like it would shake the entire uh the entire place but i never lived anywhere where i felt like somebody was dangerous you know like living alongside of me was it good music at least no i mean i I, (laughs) if i can hear your music in my place from your place then it's like it's not a it's not a solid uh it's not a solid music choice i don't care what it is and so it wasn't awful though because i didn't share a wall with him Right, like uh, I mean, I shared a wall with them, but my bedroom was on the opposite side, so I I didn't have any issues with like getting woken up by that or anything like that. The worst thing I would say is we got flooded when I was living because the guy above me had a pipe burst and it came all the way down through into my place. My place was on the first floor, and so that was a disaster. Right, like anytime you live in a condo or an apartment and somebody's pipes burst. It, it sucks anytime you get flooded, right? Period. But if you're not even involved in it and somebody's pipes burst or they do something stupid above you and it just all comes into your place, like that's, that's, that's by far the worst thing that's happened to me is getting flooded from the, from the unit above me and having to move out. Yeah, when my family was in L.A., we moved to the Bay Area for, for a couple of years when I was like in the fifth grade and we stayed in a two-bedroom apartment in San Jose and our upstairs neighbors, they lit, they got in a fight, this couple, and she lit their apartment on fire. I guess intentionally. She, intentionally. And so, you know, the, the fire department got there on time to save the building. There was a ton of damage to the upstairs. So they renovate and everything, and the couple moves back in. Oh and I remember God. my mom saying, wow, they must be relatives with the landlord because, 
why in the world are they moving she back She intentionally in? burned down yeah. the apartment and they didn't kick him out? Yeah, well, she pulled a left eye. I guess she was burning some of his belongings. You know, same thing oh, left oh, eye did it, back in the day, throwing his and shoes and stuff. And then it caught fire exactly. elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And they stayed together? <laughs> they stayed together. What a great couple they must yeah. be. Total Andre Risen right there. Yeah. I mean, well, Andre Risen's still alive, right? Or is he dead now, too? I think he's alive. But she's dead. She passed away. Yeah, I thought for some reason maybe both of them were dead now. I hope Andre Risen's still alive. Uh, you might have just killed him. Yeah, I know. A lot of times when I ask questions like these, they end up uh, end up being dead. Let me bring in the crew here before we do bottom five. What do you think about Danny G's failure in reporting there? Well, I'll start with you, Eddie, since you are technically the newsman on the show. You have to make sure that you get all your scores right, all your info right, since your updates. What, how would you assess Danny G trusting a Snoop Dogg video that he saw on Instagram and bringing it to the show as a legitimate clip? Well, first of all, thank you for calling me technically the newsman on the show. Uh, I, will, I, I mean, would, I don't know if that's an endorsement or not, I, but I technically you either. are the only person who is 100% charged with not screwing up. Like you are in the update business. So if you came on and you said the Cowboys – beat the Ravens like that would be a big whiff right that, so that would be accurate yes. yeah so if I came on people would just be like oh Clay Travis he's just misspeaking he knows what you know like I think most people would expect that I would uh that I would be able to get that right but I'm not technically the newsman so as the technical newsman on the show how would you assess Danny G trusting Snoop Dogg's Instagram video well I will give Danny G a little tip that uh is kind of basic in the news business yeah. Uh, you want to, as much as possible, have two independent sources uh, for your stories. Uh, Snoop Dogg would not be would just be the one source, yeah, and not a real reliable source. So I would, if it was just Snoop Dogg reporting something, I would definitely make sure to have a <laughs> another source that would corroborate. corroborate and that. it's not even just Snoop Dogg; it's Snoop Dogg's Instagram account. So I don't even know where, like, on the social media flowchart, Instagram would be. But I would think it would be below Twitter. Like, wouldn't you think, even as unreliable as Twitter can be, I would feel like people try to share news on Twitter. Do people share a lot of news on Instagram? Or is it mostly just hot chicks doing squats in, 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 in yoga pants? All I know about Instagram is the booty models. I think Instagram... The only reason Instagram exists is for hot chicks to be showing almost their nipples and to be showing almost everything else, right? Like Almost. I mean, they can't quite show nudity, right? <laughs> no. Correct. Right? I mean, but they go right up to the edge of whatever the nudity line is. Yes. And that's like 98% of the value in terms of market cap for Instagram. Right? I mean, so I don't even think of Instagram... I don't think of Twitter as a great source for news, but I would put Instagram below it. So you would what letter grade? It's 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 midterm season, uh, final exam season for college kids. Depending on how long your classes go, what letter grade would you give Danny G's reporting associated with the Chainsaw Nebraska story? Uh, I would have to give him a C minus. Yeah. On this one. Now, technically, it <laughs> did happen. Do you think people out there have lost faith in OutKick over Danny G's failure with the chainsaw? I, I, think, I think the audience is shaken. Shaken. Yeah. And I think it's right. What yeah. about you, Roberto? Yeah, I got to go with a C, a C minus as well. 
Uh, Danny, sorry, I think man. that's actually generous uh, on the uh, on the grade. I, I would have just rolled with the first story, be like, yeah, uh, that's accurate. Uh, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I wasn't gonna don't do that. Don't admit your mistake. That's <laughs> Roberto's policy. Yeah, no, but I dug 15 <laughs> articles deep, and that's the thing: is the headline from the New York Post and Newsweek and other sources match his headline in the details when you sort through it just looked like some of the stuff was missing like we talked about happens with tons of these stories okay i'll give All you right. a c plus now then. no that, uh, you're still being too generous dub <laughs> is your faith in outkick as a news source shaken based on our reporting uh issues here with the nebraska chainsaw incident you know i'm gonna give danny g a c i'm gonna give him some bonus points because to be fair it was a pretty hilarious clip so I'm, I'm kind of a lenient teacher in this regard. Yeah. If, if you can make me laugh, I'm going to probably give you five bonus points on your exam. Dub grades on, on a curve. Yes. That's right. I'm, I'm a curve <laughs> grader. And speaking of Instagram, there's some curves on there too. So, yeah. Uh, what? I don't even go on Instagram. Like I post a picture maybe once a week on Instagram because Booty? every time I click on Instagram, <laughs> it's just like almost naked models. And I'm like, I, I could spend, I don't want to get sucked into the Instagram black hole where, you know, like 45 minutes later, I've just been looking at, at girls in spandex for 45 minutes, almost showing me their nudity and trying to get me to sign up for their OnlyFans page. Like I, and also I work pretty hard to have, you know, the number of followers that I have on Twitter and I see some of these girls, and I'm like, how does she have 4 million followers? You can start the Clay-only fan page. Well, we have that. We have the OutKick VIP. <laughs> but Instagram. there's no nudity involved. Maybe we need more nudity. Maybe we'd have a lot more people sign up if I was almost showing my nipples. Oh, I don't please know. Please keep your man boobs off the uh, internet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe there's a demand for that. Uh, so that is the update on Nebraska. Should I go to – no, we've got plenty of time here. All right, here is my bottom five. We'll fire up the music for you. Here. All right, here's the bottom five in the uh, – now that we've completed NFL week, thir- uh, week 13, right, with the Tuesday night game. Uh, I gave you the top five. I'll run through them really quick. Uh, Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Second best team in the NFL, according to the OutKick top five, is the New Orleans Saints. Third, I'm keeping the Steelers up at three. In the four spot, I'm rolling with the Green Bay Packers, and I am putting now the Buffalo Bills in as my fifth best team. All right, here is the list of sadness now that the Cowboys have played, and we probably gave the Cowboys too much credit because I said let's wait because what if the Cowboys pull off the upset? Maybe I could pull them out of the bottom five. In the 28th spot, they are now starting a new quarterback. They are in the NFC East. They are maybe the worst disaster in the NFC East right now. If you consider the contract situation they're in with Carson Wentz, I've got the Eagles. In the 29th spot, I have got the Dallas Cowboys, uh, who lost last night and are now sitting at 3-9. and nine. I believe the Cowboys would have the number four overall pick in the draft if the season were ending today. In the 30th spot, they showed some early flashes of decency, But then Joe Burrow got wrecked, and I've got the Bengals at 30th. And then dueling for the final two spots to see who's going to end up being able to draft Trevor Lawrence. I've got the Jags at 31 and the Jets at 32. Danny G, how would that compare with your bottom five? Yeah, I went uh, Chargers because of that 45 to nothing blowout. Yeah, that's fair. 
Uh, Cowboys, Bengals, Jags, Jets. And Almost. sorry to Eddie's wife, but yeah, that loss to the Patriots was really surprising by the the Chargers. I just look at the, yes, that was an awful performance and that's not a bad position to take, but I look at the totality of the season and I think the Chargers have been better over the course of the season. I mean, certainly they've had a lot more winnable games than I think the Eagles have, yeah, but that's I can see fair, that but, argument. But you always would say with your top five, bottom five, that you like to go week by week. And, and really, uh, you know, focus on what happened this week. Yeah, but as the season progresses, I think you have less overall movement because you kind of get more solidified. But anyway, I can see that argument. Yeah. Dub, what would your bottom five look like? Pretty much the same. I had a question, though. Why, why did the Eagles even announce that they're making the quarterback switch? I mean, couldn't they have just done that internally and then just trotted out Jalen Hurts? I'm not that, you know. It's it makes it harder to prepare for, right. in theory, is what you're arguing. Yeah. Uh, it's I mean, a good they question. they win this game, I feel like they announced that for pretty much no reason. That's a good question. I don't know what the benefit to announcing that would be. It's a, it's a very good question. I, is there – there's no – like, the NFL injury reports are pretty significant, but it's not like Carson Wentz has got an injury report. So, you know, that it's questionable whether or not he's going to play or he's doubtful or anything like that. Uh, I agree kind of with you. I don't know why you would let your opponent know in advance that maybe you've got a different style quarterback who's going to play. I think that's a that's a good point. Uh, do you have the same bottom five, by the way, or what's your bottom five? Yeah, same exact one. Philly's in there, Dallas in there, and the bottom three, I think, are pretty clear. Uh, what about you, Eddie? How would you assess the bottom five? Yeah, I would I would like a Merry Christmas, so I will not include my wife's beloved Chargers in the bottom five. Yes. So I will I would go Eagles, Cowboys, and then as So Dubs you have the would. exact same bottom five yes. that I do. Yes. Uh and by the way, are you nervous about the Steelers? Yes. Uh what like do you expect them to beat the Bills this weekend or not? Um I I'm no, I don't think they're going to beat them. I thought they were, I thought this was the game they were going to lose to end the undefeated streak. Um, so, so you think they're going to lose two in a row? Yeah, I do. And then that would obviously theoretically put the Chiefs into the the, the catbird seat, being able to have a bye week. Correct. Um, and I don't. I mean, do, does anybody out here think that somebody other than the Chiefs is going to win the AFC right now? I mean, we have four weeks to go. Lots can happen. People can get injured. Things can change. But I think the Chiefs should be a prohibitive favorite in the AFC. Would you agree? Is everybody in agreement there? Yeah, for sure. Well, before the season began, I did pick the Bills um, to go to the Super Bowl. Out of the AFC? What was my prediction? Was it Chiefs Saints? It was Chiefs Saints, yeah. So I'm still on the exact yep. same teams. Uh, and those would be my favorites to go. What were the other picks, by the way? Has anybody's look bad? Oh, I had the Cowboys. You took I the, Cowboys, the Cowboys, Cowboys to go to the Super too. Bowl. Yeah. yeah, they both took Cowboys. Yeah, I had the yeah Saints. that's not good. So I, you know, I don't want to brag, but it looks like I'm the genius here. Same here. Uh, what about? Did you have the exact same teams? Yeah, as me, Saints Roberto? and Chargers. I mean, Chargers, not Chargers. <laughs> Saints and Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what about you, Roberto? Is your bottom five the same, pretty much as mine? Pretty, uh, pretty much. Uh, I got, I got the Chargers in there. I got Cowboys, Chargers, Bengals, Jaguars, and Jets. By the way, the Bills have moved out. Dub, you were just saying this opened. I think the Bills were like a really tiny favorite. And now the point totals have continued to roll in. Uh, the Bills are out to two-and-a-half-point favorite now. Yeah, last week the Steelers on the look-ahead were two-and-a-half-point favorites. So, it so this is a five-point swing. That's a yeah. big move. Seems a little extreme to me. Yeah, that is uh, that is interesting. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, if the if – the, 
let's be honest. This is crazy, right? Crazy talk. But if the Steelers were to lose against the Bills, I believe I'm correct that they still have to play the Browns, right? Yes. So the Browns, if they beat the Ravens this weekend, again, would need to be a big win for the Browns for a second straight week. But if they did and the Steelers lost, you could argue that the Browns are in the running to potentially win the AFC North, right? With three weeks to go. I mean, that's not a crazy position to adopt that, especially with that game left on the calendar. Steelers still have the Colts on their schedule too. Which is a tough game. Uh, So the Browns schedule is better if they could beat the Ravens potentially to be in a position where they could win the AFC North in that game against the Steelers. That would be, I mean, that that would be a wild outcome, uh, especially not even like that would have seemed like a little bit crazy to predict before the season started. But when you think about the Steelers being 11-0, and to think that they might not even win their division would be a pretty wild conclusion to the final five weeks of the season. Uh, Steelers-Browns in Cleveland, final uh, week of the regular season. So if you are the Browns, who has the tie break there? Right now we know it's it's the Steelers because they have already beaten the Browns. But what would the what's the like what are their division records? Does anybody have that in front of them right uh, now? All, all three of the Ravens, excuse me, all three of the Browns losses have been in the AFC. I think it's yeah. conference record, right? Is the tie yeah. break? Well, I think the first tie break is division yeah, the record. Br- the Browns are two and two in the division and the Steelers are four and oh. Okay. So the Steelers would have to lose the last two in the division. Do they play the Bengals too? So that's probably they unlikely. Do, yes, they do play so the that would be tough if they're gonna end up with the same record. So let's say they both ended up 13-3, which would require the Browns to win out and then the Steelers to lose one more and then lose to the Browns. The Steelers would still have the tie break. So that's a tough, that's a tough, uh, tough road to hoe, so to speak, for the Browns to be able to catch up and win that division. Because I think it's kind of crazy to expect that the Steelers would lose three more games, right? I mean, that would be a... Uh, that would be a pretty tough collapse in the final four to just go one and three. And that's basically what would have to happen, I think, in order for the Browns to win this division. They'd have to win out. So it's probably unlikely. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Big question that is out there, what is the Big Ten going to do? They have got a meeting with the athletic director scheduled today, but reports are they haven't discussed voting yet to change the rules, which seems kind of crazy. It seems like maybe you guys would be discussing that, right? There are only 14 athletic directors. Next week is the Big Ten title game. I would think that maybe now is the time to sit around and discuss if you're going to change the rules for who plays in the Big Ten title game. In the meantime, if I am Gene Smith, the athletic director of Ohio State, and I'm Ross Bjork, the athletic director at Texas A&M, I'm seriously considering trying to get a game set up between my two teams. Now, there are some complexities here. Who would put it on television? Because 
the SEC has their television package and the Big Ten has their television package. So that can factor in. Usually the rule is whoever is the home team gets that as a part of their television package. So if Texas A&M were hosting this game, it would be a part of the SEC on CBS and or ESPN. And if the game were taking place at Ohio State, it would be a part of Fox or ESPN. To me, the easy solution would be that ESPN could get it because they have a relationship with both the SEC and the Big Ten. And maybe they, uh, maybe, you know, I'm saying if they play it at a neutral site venue or something like that, that, this is a game that is very valuable. Although maybe Fox has a claim on this game since they're not going to get Michigan-Ohio State this year and that's kind of the crown jewel of the Big Ten, you know, Big Ten package in general. So I don't know how the Big Ten makes good to Fox Sports the fact that they don't get the biggest and best game in the entirety of the Big Ten this year. And in theory, it's not a game that can ever, you know, it's not a loss that can ever be made up. So I'm not sure exactly how all of this uh, shakes out. And to your point, Dub, like how are they not more proactive in terms of thinking about the way this rule is playing out that we already know Wisconsin was bumped out of contention based on not playing enough games. It's imminently foreseeable that Ohio State might have had the same issue, and now we know Ohio State has the same issue, and yet they're still not prepared to discuss what they're going to do in terms of changing the rules? Yeah, it makes no sense to me. And if this vote goes anything like the last vote, when they were even deciding whether or not to play a season... Yeah, I don't know how they get this done in one day. I mean, that process took weeks. Yeah, not only that, and remember, it was they didn't want to release what the votes were. You know, is this allowed to be a private vote? You know, are they publicly having to say exactly what they're in favor of or against? And again, I just circle back to a lot of people saying, hey, the rules should be changed for Ohio State. But I can't believe more people aren't pointing out that Indiana is going to be the big loser here. And how often is Indiana ever going to appear in the Big Ten title game? They may not be in the Big Ten title game. I know Tom Allen's doing well, and I know the program. They've won two Big Ten championships in their entire career as a football program. So if I'm Indiana, there's no way I'm voting to change the rules. Because I'm going to say, look, we played by these rules all season. My team played in this COVID era more games. And by the way, remember, Ohio State is not without fault here. To the extent that you want to blame anyone, it's not like every school has canceled on Ohio State. Ohio State canceled on Illinois. So Maryland canceled on Ohio State. Michigan has canceled on Ohio State. But the Buckeyes canceled on Illinois, so it's not as if everyone has canceled on them, which would, I think, make it an easier argument for them. This story's not going away. We'll keep breaking it down for you. This is OutKick. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.